Welcome to Show Up and Glow with your host, Gem Stone. That's right, no S at the end. <laughs> Gem Stone. Um, welcome to another broadcast that is brought to you by me with love and out into the internet world of people who listen to random podcasts and hopefully gain some valuable information and that helps it them achieve their goals in life. Um, today is Thursday. Not that that matters to anyone other than myself. The reason why I say that it's Thursday is because we are officially one day before Friday, which is the weekend. And ordinarily, I used to look forward to today so, 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 so much um, because it would be one closer, one day closer to Friday. And Friday was the ultimate end-all, be-all day, which it still is. Everybody loves Friday. Friday is kind of like the Christmas of days of the weeks. Everybody looks forward to it. It's usually always good. And uh, yeah. But the reason why I say that is because if you're constantly looking forward to Friday and you're not psyched or happy or excited about the rest of the days of your week, then I would highly, strongly suggest you make a list of all the things that you don't like doing in your week, why you are like upset or sad or just so, so, so anxious for the weekend because you should really be just as anxious and excited and pumped to work on Monday morning and throughout the week as you are for Friday because, you know, like the cliche things, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And one of the books that really helped put this into perspective for myself, and if you've ever read it, then you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't read it, take this as a sign from the universe that you are meant to read this book now. So go grab a pen or open up your brain cells and let this one sink right in. The book is by Eckhart Tolle. It's called The Power of Now. And this book completely changed my outlook on life and I talked about it I believe it was in the second episode of this podcast but I'm going to talk about it for a different reason today is because when I talked about it in the first or second episode of this podcast I was talking about it um, for instance when you're dealing with anxiety or depression okay it's because basically to summarize is that the brain has a very, it's very easy for the brain to put stuff in the box that is for the future or put stuff in the mental box that is in the past, but it's very hard for the brain to deal with the now, the present. Now, why I'm talking to you about it today is because in order to, I believe, really enjoy and understand and appreciate Eckhart Tolle's second book that goes after that book, The Power of Now, is this book, which is titled Sorry, just a second. It's called A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. Um, so this is a book that came that he wrote after The Power of Now. And to me, it's kind of like a sequel. And it really hones in on um, 
you know, awakening to your life's purpose. He, he described it very well. And just to let you know, you know, I'll just read the back of the book to give you an idea very, very closely. It says, totally expands on these powerful ideas to show how transcending our ego-based state of consciousness is not only essential to personal happiness, but also the key to ending conflict and suffering throughout the world. Tolly describes how our attachment to the ego creates the dysfunction that leads to anger, jealousy, and unhappiness, and shows readers how to awaken to a new state of consciousness and follow the path to a truly fulfilling existence. And one of the things that I think has helped me so much on my journey, and I'm not anywhere (laughs) close to being at the end of my journey, but from the different hurdles and potholes and different things that I've, I feel like I've already, you know, made it through, is that when you go through life and you have a mentality where you blame other people for your things, it doesn't matter what it is. And it doesn't matter if it's true or not, you know, because there's two types of people. There's people who, you know, they're like, they blame things, and you could say, like, legitimately, these are things that can hold you back, or hurt you, or break you, or or do the different things, you know, like, say, for instance, like, different things that happen in life that could really traumatize, or hurt, or whatever is, you know, you could get raped, you could get molested, um, And yes, those two different things are two different things because if you get raped, it's by a stranger. But if you get molested, it's from a family member, you know, that could break you. Um, If you get um, in a physical abuse, like if you're in a a relationship where you're literally getting hit um, and not just like a little tap, like, you know, whatever, like if you're really getting, uh, you know, violently hurt there's that um you know if you're in a like abusive that's what I meant to say abusive relationship whether it's physically emotionally spiritually uh, verbally all these different things or if you are in a relationship or if you're in a and this isn't just relationships this could be in a family situation this could be in a work situation you could be getting harassed you could be getting harassed sexually you could be getting harassed uh, verbally like being put down you know um, you could be in a controlling situation where either your partner is controlling and jealous and you know it's like you fear for your life or you're so detached from society like you know they're so insecure with themselves that you know you can't go out and see friends or see people of the opposite sex or you know that are gaslighting you or that are doing all these different things and you know irregardless irregardless of all these different things is that the moment the moment you blame any one of these people is the moment that you give them power And it took me a long time to realize, you know, because a lot of, I like, there's a lot of things that have happened in my life 
And it's only up until recently that I realized why a lot of these different things happened. And and the thing is, is that when you claim control over yourself, you know, and you choose, you have to literally choose to thrive, to not be a victim. And when you are a victim, and I don't care, I really don't care. Like you could have the most horrendous, gruesome thing happen to you. And the moment you choose to continue down a path of like feeling sorry for yourself or, you know, being like anger or bitter towards the person or people who did it to you, then you're giving them your power. You're letting them live in your brain or your heart rent free, you know, and I don't know about you, but I, I want peace, not only in where I live, but in my, in my brain and in my heart and in my soul. I don't want any person in those areas that don't belong there. And <laughs> you know what? Those like people that can hurt you or different things like that, they can be uh, blood-related or they could be strangers or they could be people who you think are friends or not friends or friends who, who you think aren't friends but are friends. Like a whole bunch of different things can come at you at life. But the moment you let any one of those people rule your mind or your heart or your thing or cry like obviously if something traumatizing happens to you you need a time to you know um kind of heal from it i'm not saying don't ever cry and don't ever whatever but once you take the time to be sad once you take the time to you know heal or mend whatever it is that you need to mend whether it's your mind your body your soul whatever but once that's done and once you're really truly ready to move forward in your light and in your power um then that is when like really amazing things are going to happen and people who tried to bury you whether it was things that they said, things that they did, um, the best, the best thing that you can ever do is, you know, don't let the soil from their lives stop you from growing, you know, they try to bury you, become a seed and use that soil and grow from it and then grow so big, so big that you overshadow whatever it is that happened in your life. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. And that's what I'm on the path of doing is to trying to just rise above the circumstances and situations that happened in my life and to hopefully inspire others. You know, I think one of the most beautiful things is, um, I can't remember if it was Tupac. I know Tupac, I think he made a song about it. It's the rose that grew from concrete. And if you've never read this, like, I think it's a poem. I believe it's a poem and then he made it a song. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Anyways, I remember reading the poem and I remember seeing the picture. And when you see a picture of a beautiful red rose that grew from concrete, you know, and the significance of that is... You know, a rose isn't supposed to grow in concrete. You know, it's not meant to thrive 
in those, you know, tough and, you know, tough places because concrete isn't fertilizer. You know, it's not soft. It's not warm. There's not a lot of nutrients. So for a rose to fight so hard through the cracks, you know, and grasp onto any bit of soil that the rose could get inside of those cracks in the cement, you know, to me is like amazing. And it's, it's significant because that's what some, not all people, but some people who are kind of in the cracks of society do every single day. They, you know, they go out there and they fight and they prove their circumstances wrong. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's the whole thing behind gemstone, you know, is because gemstones, and I mentioned this in the first podcast, is that gemstones there are either created in sand or in dirt, and they get struck by lightning and when they get struck by lightning is that they form and they they go from something most people would say oh ugly not not worth anything you know sand or dirt and they transform themselves into something beautiful like gemstones and thus that is the reason why um the name of my brand the brand that I'm working on building right now is called gemstones with an s because there's lots of different things that I want to offer the world so that men and women can feel beautiful and can feel special and you know that hopefully it can make the world a better place and build it and it may sound funny to hear or to say but to build an empire um, of lots of different things. I, I'm working on a cosmetics line. I'm working on a shoe line. I'm working on um, all kinds of different things. And, <laughs> you know, the beauty of it is because while being a parent, yes, I can be motivated by money, is that this is way beyond money. One of my biggest dreams ever I've had in life is to see something that I thought of created and on a shelf that it could literally buy, you know? To me, this is the ultimate wow for actually having an idea in my head and seeing it realized and on the shelf. And whatever monetary gain that comes from that, that'll just be the cherry on the sundae. But for for myself, as a, like an inventor, as an artist, as a creator... Um, you know, the real thrill is to actually have something viable and concrete that I can touch and share with the world. And, um, you know, I've been through lots of different ups and downs and, you know, just one of them, like I've had, (laughs) I've had lots of different ideas and they never have yet to come to fruition for many different reasons. Um, about eight years ago. I sent a company, an invention company, that was called um, Davison, and I'm a Canadian, so they're located, I believe, in Plattsburgh, or Pittsburgh, one of the P's, anyways, or Pennsylvania, yeah, I think it was Pennsylvania, anyways, long story short, is that on their website, they're like, oh yeah, we'll, you know, uh, we'll get your invention created, we'll create a mock-up, we'll pitch it to the companies, and all this, and yada, 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 and 
so I did um, got $10,000 together sent it to them and this was eight years ago so that would be even more money right now that would be like close to at least 30 dollars 30, 30 grand <laughs> anyways a lot of money okay and the idea that I had had I had more business sense um, I could have just taken that money and invested it in my own business and this is what I learned from that process and this is what I have to say to you guys um so yeah so basically sent them 10,000 and all I got in return because once it got to the phase where they were supposed to create a prototype they never created the prototype um when it then they were like oh we're gonna pitch it to companies but in order to pitch it to companies you need to send more money and it was just like a complete scam they were supposed to have done it with the 10,000 that I sent and then they wanted another 5,000 and 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 that probably would have never ever ended so yeah so I cut my losses with that but one thing that I did one thing that I did learn and that took me ten thousand (laughs) dollars to learn it is that the only thing that you really need is to start in your business is like a trademark and a small entity pa- uh, patent. And small entity patents, they cost like $65. Trademark costs like $200 or $250. And, and the only thing that they did send me for $10,000 was a AutoCAD drawing that I could have done for for myself and it would have taken 30 minutes not uh, three months and all this so you know I've if I had to say you know I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Joy with Jennifer Lawrence that's how I felt in that situation like that because I had a lack of business knowledge and trademarking knowledge and patent knowledge and product distribution and manufacturing and all these different things is that they preyed on it now am I going to blame them no no that they have they're a successful business and that's the price of doing business see a lot of people will try to make it sound like business is all you know oh, business is like rainbows and all you have to do is just you know send people Christmas cards and smile and that's not the truth business is ruthless okay and the sooner that you learn that business is ruthless there's a reason why the sayings <laughs> there's a reason why sayings um, are very like vicious if you will like, have you ever really sat down and thought about the terms that people use when you're doing sales? Like, you go in beast mode. Last time I checked, beast mode was not like a funny <laughs> funny little rabbit that you're going to pat on the head. Like, if you go beast mode, you're growing horns and you're going full throttle, you know? Or when you listen to different sayings, like, oh yeah, slay, slay girl, slay girl. Well, <laughs> what's slaying, you know? Last time, like, you slay usually with a knife. Or even the term serial entrepreneur sounds like serial killer. <laughs> oh man, things in business, they're just, you either have to get out, you know, there's a saying, you know, it's like about being in the kitchen, something like, it's, I forget how it goes exactly, but basically is that it's hot in the kitchen. So you either, you know, you're either working good under pressure 
and or you're not and that's something that you have to learn and not all business like and just on a flip side not all business has to be aggressive there's many different industries but in the most competitive industries it's very um, ruthless and so I learned that and that's why I've, I've shifted gears and I, I want to go into an industry that is more um, that is more kind of feminine if you will like jewelry and and um, you know I want to also do hair extensions and clothing because to me I I just want to be able to create at the end of the day because I know that there are people that are driven in business merely and solely to be number one and to make the most money those are not my driving forces my driving forces are to create something so beautiful and to invent a new and improved way of doing things and to share this creativity with the world you know so I I've learned over the years to stay in my lane and when I was first in business and also when I was in the industry of um, crypto (laughs) which I can maybe get into in later later podcasts not right now um, because I've also learned quite a bit of being in that industry is that you need to stick in one lane now you need to know what it is that you're doing as business and I'll give you an example of this there was an episode one time that I was listening of Gary V and Gary V said something on the lines of when he was first starting out and he was in the wine industry this is I believe this is the reason why he switched up gears and he started to do marketing is because Um, He is from, I think it's New York. Yeah, I think it's from New York or Queens or something. New York and Bronx. Okay, I don't know where he's from, but I'm pretty sure it's from New York. Anyways, long story short is that I remember listening to one of his podcasts or YouTube videos, whichever. And he was talking about when he was first starting and he was working at his dad's and uh, wine, wine store. I believe it's called Wine Library. Anywho is that there was like kind of um, like a shakeout type of thing where he was really, really starting to ship out a lot of different wine and stuff like that. And then there was something, or was it when he was in Texas? Anyways, long story short is that there was this kind of like mafia type of situation where there was people that were used to doing business a certain way and he was like new blood new way of doing things new era you know the young kind of maverick if you will on the spot and you know instead of bumping heads in an industry with people that he knew that it was going to be a constant constant uphill battle for the rest of his life is that he chose to pivot And he chose to, you know, instead of spending the rest of his life in this back and forth power struggle of annoyance with these people, is that he was like, okay, well, you know what, I'm going to leave the wine industry and go do marketing. And he did. 
And he was phenomenal at it. He is still phenomenal at it. But my point being is that, you know, you have to know know where it is your strength lies and who are your allies. And the thing that really hit this home for me is I was watching this documentary on YouTube where I watch most of my videos, but basically it was it was when I had this kind of oh man moment because it's funny how animals really reflect humans and humans really reflect the way that animals act also you know we move in most people move in herds you know they follow different and same aspects of different animals you know you have some animals or some peoples who are like turtle turtles you know they go through life they're very slow they don't do anything they're very cautious and they don't make any sudden movements or go crazy or they're not spontaneous you know there's turtles in life there's people who are like turtles then you have other people who are like monkeys who are constantly moving around constantly jumping from this thing or that thing or whatever and you know that can be their force but it can also be their weakness and you have other people who are like chameleons and they absorb the they they match the atmosphere that they're in you know like if they're with people who are art people then they'll mimic they'll mimic and they'll take on the different things of of art world or you know there's all kinds of different things you know and like a chameleon they'll 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 mix in so that they fit in with the background all of this to say is that I was watching this documentary and the documentary was about bees and the thing was is that I didn't know this but sometimes you have a queen who is rejected by um, the bees that are in the hive and the thing is is that if a queen is rejected by the hive like the the bees that are in the hive um, they'll kill her like it's not oh you know whatever no like if the bee is in a in in a hive where it's not accepted from the other bees um they'll kill the bee and i and i saw it they were like you know trying to pin her down and they were all trying to trying to sting her and <laughs> this reminded me of myself like I'm not going to go into a huge huge uh, detail I will maybe in the future but basically when I was in the crypto industry cryptocurrency industry it's very cutthroat and it was like no matter what I would do I was trying to i not trying I did I built many different websites many different um, uh, solutions and different things like this and the only things that were holding me back was a lack of funding a lack of um like manufacturing and distribution capabilities and but anyways long story short is i i felt like that queen bee not to say like oh i'm better than the other people but it it's just like the way that the bee in the documentary video she was like doing nothing she was just trying to you know be accepted from her peers and it's like they didn't want it didn't matter what she did they were going to like 
kill her. And that's basically how I felt, um, you know, because the internet can be a wonderful place, but it can also be filled with trolls and people who slander and people who go out of their way to find um, different information out about you. And, you know, as much as it can be uplifting, it can also be very scary. And so when I was watching this documentary, the guy, the beekeeper, he saw that the, it's not a herd, I forget what a group of bees is called, but anyways, um, he saw that all the bees from the hive were trying to attack her, so he put her in like this protective cage, and then uh, he actually introduced her to a new hive, and the new hive accepted her with like open arms, and this made me think, because you know, if you're in a tribe that doesn't belong to you or you're not in a place where you know people sense that you're like them then it's only natural for them to attack only natural so like what the beekeeper guy was saying was you know one queen can be hated by one hive community but can be completely loved and accepted by another one and that got me thinking about how people and leaders are in real life for instance, you know, if you are somebody who absolutely, absolutely is one of the best chefs in the world, you know, and you love cooking meat, but you, you're constantly um, cooking meat and serving it to vegetarians, then those vegetarians are not going to like you and they're going to be quite angry that you keep uh, cooking with meat you know so they'll attack or verbally or whatever and to me this is kind of similar you know it's it's like the same thing for people who are in the makeup industry you know there's there's people who are in the makeup industry who are you know homosexuals like say for instance like Jeffree Star Jeffree Star if he was to be in a community where people are homophobic, you know, then he would get crucified. But because people in the makeup industry are open-minded and creative and, you know, not judgmental and all this different stuff, is that he's he's opened with open he's welcomed with open arms. And this is what I felt like. I felt like the cryptocurrency community is very for the most part you know people who are bankers people who do stocks people who are analytical uh left brain the majority 80 80 90 percent of the people they are very left brain very dry in the sense that you know it's like very nine to five corporate kind of energy and here i was you know making kind of like meme videos and you know being creative and trying to be you know just out of not trying I just was out of right field you know that I think that's where all the friction a lot of the friction came from anyways it can be what it is what it isn't it doesn't matter it's all about what we do in the now because that was in the past and now I'm working on a future and the present and that's all I want to say to you guys is that you know in life you can either choose to adapt or die you know and if you're gonna die 
just make sure that you create a new self that is worthy <laughs> of what it is that you want to achieve in life because nobody's going to ha- like nobody in your life is going to hold you by the hand and 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 make your dreams come for you come true for you and yes there's exceptions to the rules there's some people who have um very great mentors in their life but you know for the most part except for the handful of exceptions of people who were held by the hand and had all of their had all of their opportunities and things handed to them on a silver platter for the rest of everyone else you and I included is that you have to work for it you can't expect anything from life you can't um you know be angry or frustrated you know if you don't like where you are work hard to get somewhere else period and don't blame any single person in your life for the 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 state and the place that you are in right now because it's not anybody else's fault you can tell yourself that it's other people's faults but it's not it's your fault and you have to own it and you have to look yourself in the mirror and say you know I am the cause for all things great in my life and I'm also the cause of all things that have gone bad and you know you have to put out the energy that you want if you're somebody who puts out the the energy that is negative and the energy that just makes people either want to turn the other way or you know not do business with you then you have to really look in the mirror and change that. And I know I had to look in the mirror and change it because I um, did not like the way I was doing business. And, you know, you can... I think in life, when we see things, when we're growing up, you know, sometimes we can subconsciously just... Um, add them to our our repertoire (laughs) but at a certain point is that you have to take stock of who you want to be in life what you want to be and how you want to be it and I just realized is this the type of person I want to be in life no no I don't I don't want to Replete, I don't want to repeat certain habits or certain things in my life. I want to break all those chains and all of those habits and create a new timeline and life for not only myself but for my son and for um, the future. You always have control over your destiny, always, 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 always. And if you can't find a solution, then you're not searching or analyzing enough of the problem and there really is no problems there are only solutions and that's to me the like that is one of the most powerful quotes i have ever read in my entire life because once you truly understand what that quote is saying you know that there are no problems in life there are only solutions when you make that switch in your head from constantly indexing and focusing and you know, just obsessing about everything in your life that is going wrong or all the people that hurt you in life or all the opportunities that you missed or all the opportunities that you didn't, you know, whatever. When you stop focusing on all the different things that uh, didn't go your way in life or that you would have liked them to go different and you focus all that energy 
on creating the life that you do want and creating the opportunities that you do want and when you when you focus on the type of energy that you want to receive and to give out that is when powerful powerful stuff happens and the life and the universe i believe start to reward you when you start to consciously consciously make decisions in your life for the better that is when uh, life rewards you not when you're choosing to take the easy route out not when you're choosing to blame other people not when you're choosing to take shortcuts not when you're trying to you know do this and the other thing when you're really really putting in your all like when you're waking up at three or four or five o'clock in the morning and you're hustling and you're working hard and you are up late at night doing the exact same thing and when you are trying to go out go out into the world and smile at the world you know that is when magic happens so all this to say i hope that you show up and glow to your life (laughs) have a good one also like share subscribe and have a good one bye